Hey there, welcome to Not Your Ordinary Girl, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hi there. So today I wanted to talk to you about a few of my favorite things. And as we're getting down to the end of the year and people are starting to think about setting goals and objectives and things we want to accomplish for the next year and different ways to make sure that we wind down the year as efficiently as possible so that we have time to spend with friends and family away from the office, away from our desks, kind of doing more fun things, but still juggling so many different things at once. I thought this was a really good time for me to share a couple of tools that I use that I find insanely useful. And that way, if they were things that would be helpful to you to be a little bit more organized so that you could really experience a little extra work-life balance around the end of the year and the holidays, it might be useful to you. Both of the the tools I'm going to tell you about today are available for free in your app store if you use a Google device or an Apple device. Both have upgraded versions, obviously, so that you can do even more fancy things with them, but I've used both of them extensively in free versions and found enormous usefulness out of them. So I... You know, if, if it works for you to upgrade to the higher level ones, go for it. If not, I think that you'll still find them really useful for free. So the first one I want to talk about is called Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. And Trello is my favorite list-making tool. I've talked on here quite a few times about how I'm addicted to lists, and I have lists of my lists. It's really a bit of a sickness, but you other list-makers out there, I know you understand. And I find that I had so many different notebooks going at a time. I would have a work notebook, and I would have a planning notebook, and I would have a holiday menu planning notebook. I would have a chore list notebook. I had so many notebooks, and I was starting to get really confused because if you couldn't find the one you need, then I would make a list in one, and I'd have to pull it out, and being type A that I am, I'd have to rewrite it in the proper notebook, as you can see. Total waste of time, so much time writing and rewriting and rewriting. And as much as I love paper and pen, I've really started to relinquish a little bit of that control to this this Trello app that I've got. And one of the coolest things about it is it syncs across all your devices. So I have it on my desktop computer. I have it open right now. It's always in the corner. And if I leave the house, it automatically updates magically into the cloud and it's on my phone, it's on my tablet, whatever I need it for, so I can look things up. I've used a variety of different list tools, list apps over the last couple of years, and I found that there were things about all of them that I really liked, but none that I liked as many things as I do with Trello. There was always something that was missing, or I wish it had this, or I wish it had that, and I haven't experienced that with Trello. I've been using it for about eight months now, and I just find that I just keep coming up with more and more reasons to use it and falling in love with it even further. So 
just some general overviews. Like I said, it's a free app. I encourage you to download it and play with it because the best way for you to get familiar with it, obviously, is to play with it. And you super techie folks will probably be able to send me notes on how to use it more effectively because even I am just kind of at the beginning stages of using it as lists and using it for a calendar. There are tons of, they call them power-ups that you can add to them. Uh, and you can do, like I said, an upgraded version. You get a, a, a variety of power-ups. With the free version, you get one power-up and I always pick the calendar. Um, because I like to set myself some deadlines for things I need to get done, and I like to switch from my list view to my calendar view so I can kind of see on a week-to-week basis what I have going on. So, for instance, when you open it up, you create a board, and a board is like your notebook or a whiteboard, a brand-new one, and you can create a whole bunch of them. I think I've got 25 or so going now, and that's with the free version, so I don't even think there's a, a limit to how many boards you can come up with. You can personalize the boards and make the background picture that you have already. You can use some of their pictures. You can search in there. You can change different colors, however you choose to organize it. I always like to try and choose a background that has to do with the type of board or list that I'm going to be creating. Um, the visuals of this app are actually really quite nice. So you'll create your board and within the board, then you create your lists. So it's kind of a, a collection of lists that have to do with things. So for instance, if you are looking to broaden your networking skills, say you were to create a board all for LinkedIn and different things you could do on LinkedIn to broaden your network, okay? So perhaps you created a list of articles that you wanted to post on there. You created a list of articles you wanted to read on there. Maybe you create a list of comments and areas that you want to research. Maybe there's jobs that you're interested in and you want to look up there. You can directly save um, web link URLs in here so you can just click in here and go from there. Say if you're like me and you're on the internet and you're constantly finding that you've got 37 tabs over because you never want to close any of them and you're afraid that you're going to lose them. And while I sometimes save them to the bookmark list, what ends up happening is they all end up being on that top tab there and then I can't even, can't even see what all's there. So what I've started doing now is I've started saving the links to a folder for articles to read later or articles to use for a blog post or articles to use for a podcast, things like that. You can create lists for each of those things. If, like I said, you're doing uh, some networking planning for LinkedIn, you can create a list on here of all of the different topic areas that you wanted to do some research in. You could create a list for updating your profile, and you could put your resume in here, you could put your references in here, any kind of data that you might need that you'll want to pull. It's kind of an opportunity to put everything in one place. Like I said, remember the notebooks, right? It's one notebook that has all of the information around one topic area. Now that's how I organize it, right? But it doesn't just have to be for work. And this is, this is kind of why I wanted to bring it up because it's really expanded for me. It started off as a great tool to kind of track the podcasts and track some social media things and some planning, some budget and the administrative stuff for business as far as, you know, tracking expenses and things like that for taxes. It's great for that. 
but I've also started creating boards for other things. So I've got a board for chores and things around the house. You know, I've got a board for Costco shopping list. I've got a board for things that need to happen before the end of the year. I created a board for projects around the house that I'd like for my husband and I to work on, right? And I can share it. So any of the boards you create, you share it with somebody and they can see it as well. And they can add to it and comment it. Similar to many of the other apps that you have out there, you can give various levels of permissions on there so that you can track what's being done. I created an entire one just for food. So I am hopeless at wandering through the internet and finding recipes that I want to try. And then I get a time when I think, oh, I should try that recipe I found. And then I cannot remember what it was, where I found it. Maybe it was on Pinterest. Maybe it was on Google. Who knows where I found it? I just don't know anymore. So what I did was I created an entire board just for recipes. And what's great is when you save the picture of the website, if they have a photo as kind of their cover of the recipe, it goes as the cover to your card in your board. So I've got this really nice visual representation when I open up my my recipe board and I see pictures of all the foods that I've been thinking about trying. And then I group them. You know, you can have your appetizers, you can have your desserts, you can have your main dishes, you can have your soups, whatever it may be. And you can do that for as many different boards as you want. Maybe you are studying for um, getting an extra certification or studying at school to get your degree. You could do a different board for each of your subjects. Maybe you need to track your papers that you're writing or articles that you're reading or homework assignments. And for each of those, in the list, you have the flexibility to set deadlines. They've got labels that you can create your own label. So it'll say, like for mine, different articles that I have, I have them written in there as in progress or need some updating or start from scratch or completed, ready to post, whatever it may be. You can create your labels to say whatever works for your little universe and what your boards mean to you. As I mentioned, it's really nice because it's not just work. I've kind of broadened it out now so that it's got all of my to-dos at home as well as my to-dos at work, and it kind of integrates everything in one place, and I can share it, and that way I kind of hold myself accountable, but also, you know, the other folks in my family, we have our list, and we look at the different things that need to be done. If there's chores that need to be done, it's all in there. If there are planning for an event or something, say we're having a, a gathering around the holidays, like Thanksgiving, right? Who is going to do the shopping, what we needed to get, who is going to help with the prep work, who is going to help with the, the, the details of everything, those kinds of things. You can put all that in there. You can set deadlines, you can set times, you can do all of that information. So Trello, awesome, awesome tool. You can mark things private. You can invite other people to view your boards. You can use it to organize your social media. You can organize your household. You can organize your to-dos at work. You can upload documents. You can upload photos. You can track articles, all of those different things. One of the biggest ways I find it to be super helpful is that 
I don't know if this happens to everybody else, but when I start a project, it feels like the information is everywhere. Say I want to write an article for LinkedIn. I have all my research going, and those are six tabs that are open on my browser. Then I've got my notes from some books that I've got that I want to make sure I incorporate, and those are on paper with a whole bunch of other pieces of torn paper stuffed in the books to keep track of where it is, right? I know what my deadlines are and kind of my timeline. Maybe that's in my Google Calendar, but maybe it's only got some vague references, okay? I've got a couple of ideas for a title, but I'm not really sure what it is, and there's some more floating around in the back of my mind, but I know I wrote it on some piece of paper at some point. Where did it go? Perhaps it's in my planner. Everything is all over the place. And I found that it was really time-consuming to try and pull all that together for something that really shouldn't take that long. But because I was kind of all over the place, putting information in 10 different places, it was a giant time suck for me to go and collect all those different things. Not to mention that feeling of overwhelm on a Tuesday morning when I'm getting ready to write an article and I think, oh, where did I put all this information? I remember writing something down. Maybe it's upstairs. Maybe it's on my desk. Is it in my bag? Is it in whatever, right? It's all over the place, totally disorganized. And with this app, it allows me to be much more intentional about how I'm collecting information and putting it all in one place. And it was amazing. I used it probably for a couple of months before I really used it as effectively as I'm using it now. And there's probably lots of ways I can be even more efficient at it. But the first thing that I used it for in this manner, it was a podcast post actually. And I had information all over the place and I put it all in there. I put the date that I wanted to post the podcast. I put the date I wanted to have everything done. I put a bunch of other information in there. I created for the podcast, I created my little cover art. I created the, the tagline and the keywords, everything all in there. And then two weeks later, I did that podcast and I opened it up and everything was there. And it was, it was, Amazing. It was amazing because all of a sudden, instead of me having to open 65 different things to try and pull everything together and felt like I was all haphazard, I felt really organized. And I love feeling organized, particularly because I feel like I'm a fairly organized person. But on some levels, this kind of shamed me into realizing I'm not nearly as organized as I thought I was. But now I'm a little bit more organized. So that's Trello. The other app I wanted to talk to you about is called Canva, C-A-N-V-A, like a canvas only without the S. And so this one is really good. Obviously, I for small business, it's really good, but I, I'm really bummed that I didn't know about it in 10 years ago. I don't know that it existed that long ago. It's probably only a couple years old, but it's a really awesome tool. Again, it syncs across your devices. You can get it for Google. You can get it for Apple. Um, I will tell you that on your phone, it's a little bit more limited than it is on your computer. But as I explain what it's for, you'll see that that's not an impediment at all. So 
This works really well for creating slide decks. I use it for creating anything to go on social media because it reformats things to go in any of the different sizes. So again, if you're looking to post things on LinkedIn and you wanna format a picture or format your article, those kinds of things, it works great because you don't have to do the Googling to find out the optimized size for your picture, for your article, for LinkedIn. You just click LinkedIn post or LinkedIn article and, and that's your option, right? And you can create your own templates for things if you want them to be universal across different social media platforms. Say you wanted to post something to Facebook as well as LinkedIn or you wanted to tweet about it. All you do is change the formatting and it'll update it. So it's kind of like a really fancy version of PowerPoint. And I love PowerPoint. So of course, this is like my new favorite thing. But you can use it for so much more than that. So you, it'll save anything you create in it, either in a PNG, a JPEG, a PDF, and you can download them, save them offline, however you choose to use them. So if you need to create slide decks for work, you can do that. And it gives you a whole lot of configurability for changing your fonts, for changing your styles. There's a ton of free templates that you can, you can pull from if you want to use somebody else's ideas for how um, to lay out your slides, to give it a little bit of creativity. You can use whatever color you want. Um, you can change the, the saturation of it and the darkness and the lightness so that it can really offer you a lot of options there. The other thing it's great for is resumes and cover letters, okay? And this is the main reason I wanted to bring this up. If you are job hunting right now, this should be your tool to create your resume. You can create a template, and they have some in here, but you can create a template for your resume, and you can create a duplicate for your thank you note, for your cover letter, for any other follow-up, any other documents that you need to provide, and they will all look uniform. Like, uh, uh, remember the old days where you used to get a, a stationary set where you had the envelopes and the cards and everything all matched? I don't know, perhaps that's just for some of us in the older generation, but we used to have these really nice little matchy-matchy stationary kits where you have the papers and everything matched. So this really gives you the opportunity to do very much the same thing. And when you are trying to find a position at a, at a company and you're sending them information and you're just sending a plain old white piece of paper with a plain old black print on there, sure, it's professional, it's straightforward, it's fine. But nowadays there's so many different things that you can do with resumes where you would bolden some of your keywords or change the, the color of your your name and your information up at the top and maybe change the name of your or change the color of your section titles. However it is you choose to personalize it. This really allows you to create that template and then anytime you find a new position that you want to apply to and you want to make little changes, you can do that. And you can save it in here is part of your templates and you can group them in folders again for all of the different things. You can label what you sent it out for when you applied to the position. You can set up an accompanying cover letter to go with it, which again will be in the same colors, the same scheme, so it will look like a complete professional package that you're sending out. It demonstrates that you've kind of gone that extra mile to make sure that the product that you are offering is kind of that next tier. 
when you're looking to get a job, you want to demonstrate that you are paying attention to the details. And this is a great free tool for you to do that. There are a collection of pictures and elements. They call them, you know, if it's like check marks or shapes or, or any, any little graphic that you want to add into the documents that you're creating. This is probably more for slide decks, but again, if it's on your resume, maybe you want to use a little um, icon for your phone and an icon for your email and an icon for your Twitter, you can put those in there too depending on what type of resume you're creating. You can create email letterhead so that when you're sending an email to say thank you for the interview, it matches the resume. Again, it's just one of those things that kind of sets you apart from anybody else that's just sending a plain old ordinary resume. It gives it just that little extra touch that says that you took your time and did just a little extra to make sure that your information stands out. You can use it to create business cards, um, and you can actually print them off and um, buy them through Canva, or you can, actually I've done it both ways. I've bought them through Canva, and I've also used the, the template that I made and bought them through another company that does business cards. You can do it whichever way. Quite frankly, the ones I got from Canva were really nice, so that's probably what I'll do in the future. That was kind of my learning through the process of what was the best way to, to do it. If you are writing papers for classes that you're working on or slide decks, again, all of those things are in here. And when you open it up on your computer, up at the top, it gives you a create a design option and it's got a format for everything. You can create posters, you can create flyers, you can create book covers, you can create gift certificates. Um, social media, invitations, anything you could possibly imagine, you can do it in here, which is really pretty cool. They have lots of templates for resumes. They've got graphics for, um, they've got formats for letterhead, for documents, for different sizes of documents. If you use A4 versus the U.S. letter document, they've got that infographics, menus. I actually find that I've been using it for a lot of non-work related things because it just makes neat stuff. You know, I they had a gift certificate. I mocked up a, a gift certificate for a friend for a gift for, for a birthday and you can create it and print it off in there and, and it looks great, right? The colors are fun and once you use it a couple of times, you'll find out that it is really very flexible and it's really easy to use. Now, like I said, the one thing that I will tell you is that it works great on the computer and it does work well on your tablet or your phone, but the functionality is limited on the phone and the tablet compared to what you can do on the computer. So typically I create things on the computer and then it's nice to be able to have it on my phone if I'm having a meeting and I just wanna walk through the layout of something with somebody, I can show them what I've got created there and kind of flip through the different slides or make small edits. But for the most part, all of my major editing happens on the computer on your phone. It's more to just kind of look at it or to print it off or to order it, whichever it is that you're doing. So those are two tools that I'm using right now and fairly obsessed with because I feel that they're making me super, super organized and more efficient with my time, which is great because it's such a busy time of year that we want to try and find as many ways to still give our best, 
but find a little extra time so that we can have some downtime with our friends and family. I hope that you find both these useful. I'd love to hear if you're using them already or if you tried them and loved them or if there's something else that you're using that are similar that you think is even better. I'd love to hear all about it. So drop me a line at, at notyourordinarygirl.com. Thanks very much. Have a great day. All right. So thanks for tuning in to Not Your Ordinary Girl. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to notyourordinarygirl.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or feedback, and please go ahead and recommend it to your friends. Until next time, remember to always stand up and be confident, stand by all that you do and say with integrity, and stand out, because after all, there's only one you.